Let's get the show rolling, people. All right. Fakeologist show. It's Sunday. January the 29th, 2023. We do this show Sunday through Thursday around 8 p.m. And we're on and off. We're on a on a reawakening schedule. We're going to get back up to speed, maybe. There's so much to talk about every single day of this uh, worldwide takeover that uh, you could easily burn out on information. We have never had so much information coming at us from so many sources. It's just, it's just really difficult to keep up right now. But I'm doing my best. Well, um, you know, still supporting a family and still holding down a job. And um, I don't want to burn out too much on this worldwide takeover, this COVID's coronavirus thingy that's going on. And I actually have to be careful what I'm saying because I'm still on YouTube. I'm going to probably uh, be talking about uh, COVID and vaccines tonight, which means I will not be YouTube friendly, which means that if you are watching on YouTube, you're going to have to switch to a brand new video platform well not that new and that's called fakeotube fakeotube.com that's my video platform that's the video platform that is supported by so many generous donors that go to fakeologist.com forward slash donate including the wonderful nancy nancy bless you bless you again uh nancy wrote to me twice and her her donation got bounced twice because the people that took over the UPS store forgot to tell them about me, the virtual mailbox, since the guy wanted to didn't want to sell me a full mailbox. So uh, I had to straighten that out. So thank you, Nancy. Nancy, you can see on the screen that your picture, there's the picture of your donation. This is the P.O. box, box Victor 33. And uh, your wonderful note. Look at your lovely note. Nancy from Nova Scotia. She sent this three times. That is what I call perseverance. So thank you, Nancy, for your donation. And Chester wrote to me today via email, and he wants to make a donation. If you go to fakeologist.com forward slash contact, sorry, fakeologist.com forward slash donate, you will see all the ways to donate. And the preferable way is still through the Stripe program, Stripe, where you can choose your donation. You can get one time or monthly. You can send me Epic Cash through the Epic Wallet or the Veet Wallet. You can send me Monero. You can send me Bitcoin. You can send me cash in the mail. Here's the address right here, Fakeologist, Box Victor 33, 14. The letter B is in... Bravo, 1822 Whites Road, Pickering, Ontario, L1V0B1, Canada. You can subscribe on PayPal. You can subscribe on Subscribestar or on Patreon. But all you guys are what keeps FacoTube online. And it is a fantastic video platform. And I ask you all to go over there. I see two people are already watching us on YouTube. But unfortunately, I'm going to cut you guys off. You're going to have to move over. So get ready to move over, Rover. And there goes the YouTube stream. And we're also on the Facebook Unknown Causes private group.
We're on Twitter, we're on DLive, but we're mainly on FacoTube. So if you click on FacoTube, you will see this screen here where it says live. So you can see we're live and there's two people watching live right now. And I am going to mute the site. Then I'm going to click on this, this live button here and you're going to see the chat over here on the right side. And then I'm going to start open up this chat window right like this here. And then we're going to get the chat. So this is the FacoTube chat. And I see we got Tommy King, El Sushi, RDB, CCI, Harmon, and Greg Chantz. It looks like you guys are all logged in. So say hello in the chat. And uh, let's get this chat started. We're going to be talking about communitarianism tonight. So we have resident expert on communitarianism who's been talking about it for a long time, one of the very few people all around the world, and his name is Lark in Texas. Hello, Lark. How do you do? I do it. I do it. I'm doing well. Yourself? Not too bad. All right. That's good I, to hear. I, I prepared myself a gin and tonic, and oh. I don't really, usually, I've never, I don't often have a cocktail. Okay. But I thought it might be good tonight because I didn't know what to expect. We've talked before, Lark, have we not? We have. Yeah, so you know that I'm pretty uh, easygoing, pretty good guy. I understand what's going on. You're not going to have to explain anything to me that I don't already know, probably. Is that correct? That's true. I would say so. Yep. I thought we had a very nice chat before. Wonderful, and I did too. And we have the wonderful Brian and Jenna on Skype tonight. Hello, Brian and Jenna. And you can unmute if you want to talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well. thanks for having us back. It's an honor to be here. Brian and I um, are glad that you are picking communitarianism as your subject of discussion tonight. Thank you. I kind of like you. I like your voice, Jenna. You sound like a, a, fun, a fun lady. <laughs> well, thanks. You sound, you sound younger than you, I think you are. You have a really young-sounding voice. Is that why Brian fell for you? Yeah. You sound like you're 25. Oh, I like hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's good. Yeah, you do sound young. So, yeah, actually, I sent you an email, but it went to your spam. Yeah. Because right after we finished our last call, which was a Sunday or two ago, you gave me a link to your videos, and um, they were really, really well done. And they were so well done that I lifted them, and I put them on FacoTube. Because they're really yeah. well done videos on what the heck communitarianism is. Yes, and you know what? I do want to clarify that tree that looked hazardly dangerous at 11 minutes, at 10.57 minutes in that YouTube, the tree does go down. It didn't cut out. So that tree did land safely, no damage. And didn't hit Brian. Correct. It did not. Because if it hit Brian, he probably wouldn't be on this call. That's right. And he's here right now. And he was just reminding me that um, I inherited genes of my grandmother. And back in Lithuania, um, uh, there was uh, an opportunity for her to get married for a cow exchange. And at the last minute, she's like, I can't marry this Jew. And she ran out of town <laughs> and they had to cow back. <laughs> wow. 
Okay, that's amazing. Okay, that's a good story. Okay, Lark. She knew her. Yeah. She, oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. She what? I was I was going to say she knew her way around the bar. She liked to drink and smoke. And my grandpa, who is a good 12 years older than her, was eyeing her. And he's like, she's the one. But he, he told her, you can drink or smoke. You can't do both. But um, that didn't, like, <laughs> I guess Brian chose me because I do drink and smoke. <laughs> At the same time? Brian's okay with that? As long as he can cut down trees at the same time. Right. Yeah. All in balance. That's right. Mm -hmm. Well, what I intended to do tonight, I wanted to play some uh, some pieces of these five different videos and just have you comment on them because it's a great, obviously a great conversation starter. But you wanted Lark to be on and Lark can do a whole show on his own. He doesn't even need any help. So I, I just wanted to know which way you wanted to go or if you guys had consulted before the call or you had some ideas. What's what's your idea? Well, my idea was Lark knows in his heart this is his single focus. And mm -hmm. when he says, you know, if I would only get the chance to make these videos, I would make them a little better than you. what you did was good. But he's like, I would do them better. And I'm like, great, let's start there. Let, you know, pick one, like who created communitarianism or, or is it real? And I would love to draw out of Lark the complimentary comments that he would have that would enrich it and make it better. Okay, Lark, are you amenable to that? Well, I don't know. I don't know what your audience is interested in or whatever. Uh, my audience is beginning. in, my audience is interested in anything I talk about. <laughs> okay. And I'm talking about this, damn it. So we're going to talk about this and they're going to be interested. By the way, um, I've already got 662 views of the what is communitarianism that was posted on YouTube, which has been there for nine months and has 854 views. That's pretty good, huh? Fake too? Absolutely. We like that. And we know that PTL Media, the make that we collaborated, mm -hmm. he's watching tonight. Yeah, he could join in too. Does he, is he, what is his level of knowledge on communitarianism or is he just a television producer or video producer? Yeah. No, he, he, he has been following Nikki. He, he is, uh, him and Lark have talked often and he is up on, uh, yeah, he, he was able to collaborate easily because he knew how to source information and put it all together. And his goal was to just make it short and concise because people don't have that much time. And it's, it's just like, get your, you know, I think, it does a great job in just introducing the concepts and Lark is great in filling out more because he's been on it for so long. So that's why we wanted to get Lark on also because off the top of his head, he can just add to the discussion. Can I just state that we heard your most recent Tim with your sometime co-host and longtime acquaintance uh, and you're up there somewhere and you, you said on that that 
you are extremely interested in this communitarian subject. So that's what was the catalyst for uh, making sure Lark would come on. He's spent 15 years and he's very frustrated that uh, no one seems to think this is anywhere near as important as what Alex Jones and the other pontificators of BS think is important. So, well, which, which I talked to a lot of guys. I don't really have an official co-host. Do you remember who that was, or was it just someone random? I talked to many people LeBond. all the time. Oh, John LeBond? Yeah, yeah. John LeBond, the Aussie. That lives in Plovdiv, Bulgaria right now. Okay, yeah. He's That's very, the one. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. That's good. I'm glad you're listening. I'm glad you're listening to yeah. the, not only the FAC, but the FAKs. I have two podcast series. This is an FAK because it's in my studio, and the FACs are usually in my car talking to people randomly on Discord or Gilded. So I'm glad you heard that. Or that was the FAK and- I did with John. Sorry. Okay, and it's unfortunate he couldn't pronounce the word. You had to do that for him, but J- Lark and I are used to this. Mm-hmm. Multi-syllabic word nobody's heard of, and Alex Jones and James Corbin aren't talking about it, so it must not be important. Mm-hmm. Well, it is the basis of the New World Order, New World Religion, Agenda 21, is it not? Yes. Along with, like, uh, the world religion, which, like, through all of the fakery in schools and the shame factor, you know, where the policing is happening among your your neighborhood because people in mass media and they just regurgitate it like it's fact. And, like, it, again, if you say a lie enough repetitively it it just sticks in people's minds and they're like well you know we gotta protect grandma or um yeah i mean it goes on and on people are just repeating it same with the climate change and it all seems to center on on the one international rule of law that people uh, they don't even realize that they're repeating it and it's it, it becomes like philosophical, sociological. I'm I'm sure uh, Lark has better words than than I have. But let, let's just state it clearly: unless people have had their heads buried in the sand and never heard of Bush Senior saying the New World Order we will install and one world government. What do you think the name of this replacement for communism and capitalism could possibly be called? What's behind the COVID and the sustainable development goals and the UN and, of course, climate change? Well, how are they going to pull this off? Well, Nikki Rapana certainly figured it out. But, yeah, we we have Lark in Texas. Uh, please comment. That's that's my intro. Uh, is that my cue to say something? Yeah. Yes, I, I know it's hard to get a word in edgewise of these two guys, but go for it, Lark. I'll cut them off if you need me. Just, just, just wink if you want to speak. Well, let me just say this. <clears throat> There is one word in the English language, and only one, 
only one that best describes precisely what we are experiencing and what we are witnessing today. And that word is, of course, communitarianism, undergirded as it is by EU-style communitarian law, a law which was 70 years in the making. It is being overlaid and superimposed upon every nation-state, every government, on the planet. It has been, it currently is continuing to be superimposed upon all laws of all nation states. It's the plant's common law, constitutional law, every single kind of law that you can possibly think of, including universal and scientific and natural law. It's the one word. Okay? But of course, we never read this word in our periodicals, in our uh, newspapers. Uh, we don't hear our television pundits ever utter this word. And uh, our bright lights in the alternative media never seem to find interest in this word enough that they will utter it or write it or anything. And there must be a reason for that. And so people naturally assume that because they don't hear or see this word, that it must not exist. And it must be a nothing bird. And that's quite normal to think this way. But the, the, the fact is, communitarianism is a philosophy. It's an ideology. It is a religion. It is a it is an asset and resource management system. It is a law. Okay? And unless you are, are, unless you are curious enough to want to know what the hell it is, you know, by start, just start by looking it up or just type in your trusty search engine. What is communitarianism? What is communitarian law? Then, you know, really, I mean, there's no, there's no hope for you, okay? I actually think that anybody that watches TV at all, I'm never going to reach. So I don't bother. Okay, I just typed in what is communitarianism into presearch.com. That's not Google. Everyone use presearch.com. It's a decentralized search engine that I recommend. And it um, says here, communitarianism is a philosophy that emphasizes the connection between the individual and the community. Its overriding philosophy is based upon the belief that a person's social identity and personality are largely molded by community relationships, with a smaller degree of development being placed on individualism. So it gets this from Wikipedia. Do you like that definition? Yep, it's a, it's a it's a nice kind of a definition that uh, flies right past the heads of most people. I regard it as the camel's nose on the tech. Because, see, people naturally assume that they have rights somehow. But, see, under communitarianism, nobody has rights which are unaccompanied by duties and responsibilities. Now, ponder that. Okay? And you can quickly make the leap. That your idea of having right is about to be expunged. If it, is, if it hasn't already, that means the right to keep and bear arms, the right to free speech, the right to, uh, uh, 
Yeah, think about the Bill of Rights in the American Constitution. They're all going to be except but what whatever, okay? In other words, they're not ironclad anymore. The truth of the matter is, is that the smart guys in the universities have decided that there is no such thing as truth, okay? That it's entirely subjective. You know, we have to ask ourselves how it is that the big media companies can lie with impunity. And so for that, what I would recommend is that people look into the nature of patent, trademark, and copyright law. In fact, I recommend that you do uh, a search for the name of a gentleman in Portland, Oregon, by the name of Ken Dost, spelled D as in David, O-S-T. See, this technology has necessitated wholesale changes in the way we do business, in the way that we interpret law, okay? And uh, we have to understand that there has been a long-time effort going back centuries to homogenize these religious and these, these religions in these space, okay? Because a lot of people, especially Christians here in America, as splintered and divided as they are, because I don't think you can get 10 of them together in any one place to ever agree about a damn thing. But uh, the fact is, is they shut down because the truth for them is that book, that faith, that Bible, what have you. If you're Jewish, it's the Zohar, it's the Talmud, you know, it's the Koran, you know. And so people figure that they've got it all figured out. They don't need to know anything else. But the thing to remember about communitarianism, it has a two-part overarching agenda. And one is depopulation, and number two is techno-slavery. It's addressed at my website, and you can go there. It's simply tinyurl.com forward slash Larkin, Texas. No separation. And you can read about it. Look for, start with the entry that begins with the asterisk. Okay? Now, to know about communitarianism and to be concerned about it is to be concerned about your future, your destiny, and the future of your progenies. Ability to experience life. You know, to the, and to realize their fullest human potential. Communitarianism seeks to thwart your human potential. In fact, it seeks to put you in chains, in a bind. Okay. Pretty much like the World Wide Web. Imagine a spider's web. If you do not have a leg or an arm outside of that web, once you're trapped, then you have no way of escaping. Okay, and the spider's going to come along and suck the life out of you whenever it damn well pleases. Now, that's what being a part of this system, as it currently is, is all about. So it doesn't matter if you think you're a red, white, and blue flag-waving American, uh, you know, a, a proud Canadian, you know, or whatever nationality you are. What other ethnic group you are, you don't know about communitarianism, communitarian law. You just don't know what the hell's going on. Period. Well, you know, I w- can I just interject because in 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 Washington State here, 
want to apply what you're talking about with just a recent legislation of how Washington state plans to fight domestic extremism. And it could be for targeting violent crimes, but on a broader sense, behavioral health. So how a nonviolent crime, somehow there's a statute that is saying we have the right to identify political extremists as being terrorists. And that seems unheard of, but Washington state is the first state to come up with this legislation. And they're saying we could start scanning social media to um, pre-crime and identify these extremists as terrorists. So more accurately, they are creating commissions to look into this legislation. But Lark could talk about the broken window theory and this kind of community-orientated policing services. There's currently a bunch of people uh, of the Antifa bent down in Georgia that are trying to stop a cops training facility. And, you know, Amy Goodman mentioned that Israel is going to be training Americans on how to treat all Americans as Palestinians. So do you want to comment, Lark? Yeah, with all due respect, okay, we can go down a thousand different rabbit holes. Okay, There are many, many examples of what we're talking about here, okay? But let's stay 100% focused on the word and the law at the moment, okay? We have to recognize, number one, that there is such a thing as communitarian buzzwords. These are words, terms of phrase, or terms of art, which we think mean one thing, but decidedly mean something else more specific entirely. Now, did I say that right? In other words, if you hear... Any number of thousands of these buzzwords, and you think they are innocuous and harmless and no biggie, they fly right over your head. You give them no mind. You pay them no heed. Okay? The fact of the matter is, this is how these people are communicating in broad daylight. Okay? Amongst each other. It's kind of like signaling that we've got this in the bag, you know, with their numerology references or uh, something. What are some of those words there, uh, Lark? Are they well, on your website? Examples, well, I, I'm going to post something, but I'm going to tell you where you can find this stuff. Is just type in communitarian buzzwords in your search engine. Okay. Start there. I use okay, presearch.com. Communitarianism. No, communitarian buzzwords. Yeah, we're going to do that. Anytime, yeah, anytime we hear the word any word with the suffix ISM at the tail end. Anytime, any, anytime you encounter a word with ISM on the end, that simply means school of thought. School of thought. And within every school of thought, you will always find variances of opinion. No matter what the ism is, you could talk for years about just the one thing with the 10 smartest guys on the planet. Okay, but that doesn't get us any closer to what we're trying to accomplish here, 
is to get people to recognize the uh, elephant in the room. Follow me. I didn't find any buzzwords on the pre-search. I'm looking on Google. I don't really see anything specifically. I'll, I'll, send, I'll, I'll, but, I'll, I'll send you something. You can post it. Yeah, give it to me. Sure. Because, yeah, Nikki on page 181 of her book, um, 2020, Our Common Destiny, the two books in one and uh, the Anti-Communitarian Manifesto. I think it's 181, and I can um, find it and post it. it she has the uh, Big Mother's Double Tongue Dictionary, and that's and this is back, you know, in early 2000, where she was collecting these words: resilience, community, sustainable, um, equitable, equity, and these words we're hearing quite a bit. Justice. That one, justice. You yeah, know, let me help. They, let me help. Let me let me help. Okay, basically, just do a search. The Definitive Anti-Communitarian Manifesto. It's two books in one. The first talks about how Nikki and her daughter found out about the law, communitarian law. All law enforcement in America and Canada since 9/11 has been communitarian law enforcement. In the U.S. with the creation of the uh, Department of Homeland Security, because it brought every agency of law enforcement in this country under one rubric, one aegis, one umbrella to affect communitarian law enforcement and has taken over all of our courts. Okay, that book, the second one called the Definitive Anti-Communitarian Manifesto is divided in two parts. Part one is what is the Hegelian dialectic? Part two is the historical evolution of communitarian thinking. In the appendices of that book, you will see Big Mother's Double Tongue Dictionary right at the top of the page and communitarian buzzwords. But remember, this is from 2012. If you go on Facebook and you follow people like Julianne Romanello from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Cindy Niles, two pages, same name. I found them. From, Page from 306. Australia. I got them here. There you go. But I, I, I like to bring up the examples of quality learning. When you hear those words, quality learning or quality of life or sustainable or uh, any number of words like that, you would think that these are good things. Okay. Green this is quality. Quality of life goes to the United Nations. Uh, it goes to something out of the United Nations. It's called the Global Happiness Report. And when we talk about quality learning, we're talking about Common Core. We're talking about ed tech. We're talking about the data collection that is inherent to things like the uh, public school system, the university system. Insurance companies, you know, it's it's basically about data collection because they want data, 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 more data. Okay, and this is how they're going to control you with a digital twin in the metaverse, yeah, or I the agree. cloud, I or agree on with blockchain. That. You would so, Lark, do you, Lark, do you mind if I play a bit of this uh, video and see what you what you, have you watched these videos that? Um, oh yeah, let's play a bit Go just ahead. for the audience. The P, B, and J group. That's peanut butter and jam, I think. What is communitarianism? 
That's right. Communitarianism is the synthesis of capitalism and communism. Communitarianism is a mind virus, a philosophy to bring about change, to find a, quote, middle way between the politics of radical individualism and excessive statism. Communitarians lead moral ethical standards because the moral fiber of society has been creatively destroyed. The all-inclusive new religion combines every philosophy and religion on the earth. Communitarians insist that rights simply do not exist unaccompanied by duties and responsibilities to repair the earth. Amitai Etzioni formed the Communitarian Network in 1993. Amitai serves as director and states they are a nonpartisan, transnational, not-for-profit network of communitarians. In practice, communitarian thinkers and lobbyists absorb all previously established isms. No thought will oppose the future synthesis. The EU, European Union, is the communitarian model recently created with no input from the people living in those countries. Another example of the current communitarian model put forward is the belief in climate change. This obliges all nations to participate in reducing carbon emissions in the atmosphere with taxation. The leading alliances across borders conform their regions to communitarian laws. ESG is an acronym for Environmental Social Governance and is often referred to as socially responsible investors or investments. There's plenty of money to undermine independent businesses to combat climate change. A communitarian social pressure more recently enabled pre-crime measures of masking our face to protect others from potential harm. Communitarians increase access for equity and fairness and disregard individual harm. Sacrifice expands the growth of investment returns with voluntary compliance to social pressures. Communitarians have permeated every political party and are essentially imposing a dictatorship with nice sounding words that actually destroy an individual's right to self-determination. Communitarianism is the driving force behind Agenda 21 and is communitarian law. It overrules all national laws. Problems created followed by well-researched reactions enable the planned solution with plenty of capital backing. The communitarian one-world system is apparent in every aspect of society today. A better question is, what is not communitarian governance? How is your freedom deleterious in communitarian international governance? Usually I don't like music and videos, but I thought 
PB&J did a good job with the music. I thought it was a good overlay. What did you think, Lark? No, this man's talented. Okay, I know him. And, uh, he, he, you know, this guy's a, he's a musician. He's a yoga instructor. He's, uh, I guess he lives in New York, but, uh, we won't hold that know, against he's a, him. He's, a, he's quite a, he's quite a credible fellow. He's, uh, he knows what's going on. And, uh, he's, uh, he does have a, a talent yeah, for making good. these videos. If he wants to call in, if, uh, he can call in on my, um, on my phone line, 810-666-1984. We will answer the phone if PB&J or is it PTL? If he wants to call in, he can tell us a little bit about it, but he really worked all the, who wrote the script for that, Jenna? That one we collaborated on. It went back and forth because it was the first one he wrote a uh, beginning and then I, I threw in some editing and it went back and forth a couple times and then we agreed it was good. It was very good because you work. One, one thing I haven't heard too many people talk about anywhere in the world is Agenda 21, the SDGs, the ESGs, and the 17 SDGs. And one of the people I highlight on FacoTube is a guy in Canada named Mark Friesen. Have you ever heard of him? Negative. Oh, you got to follow him. I uh, here's here is his a video that I lifted. And one of the great parts of FacoTube, when you watch a video on FacoTube, if you go down and read the, first of all the category, I always categorize the videos. And under that is source. I had to pay extra to get this feature put in. So if you click on the source, you'll go and find where this video came from. Because I, I attribute all the videos on FacoTube to where I find them. And one of the reasons I do that is so if you want to see more of this, you can go to the source. And Mark is a big uh, TikTok guy. And um, I'm going to have to become a big TikTok guy because apparently they are literally beating Google, Facebook, and Twitter at their own game. Big time. That's why they're trying desperately to lobby the government to get them, uh, the, the bad boys or their opponents or competition like Google are trying to get the U.S. government to, uh, get rid of TikTok because they're eating their lunch and dinner and breakfast too. It's, it's a real phenomenon. I think I know why it's happening. Um, but anyway, so Mark is on TikTok and man, he, this guy is good. Just, Listen to a little bit about this because he doesn't really talk about communitarianism. He's He's got one piece of the puzzle that's extremely important, and that's the implementation of communitarianism in Agenda 21. Just listen to this. All right, so I'm going to make two videos in regards to this. I and by the way, he is going. He, he said he has done or is going to do a 17-part breakdown of the SDGs. Are you aware of the 17 SDGs? As part of Agenda 21? Yeah, I can also recommend Open Voice out of Australia on YouTube. Okay. And also, and also, uh, Julianne Romanello's YouTube channel, I think would be, uh, or her website, uh, heartsoverhexagon.com. Okay. Hold on. Let but, me look uh, up. Oh, let me do Open Voice. Let's see where that brings us. What's her name? Open Voice on YouTube. I can't, I can't, I can't recall her name. She's a very nice lady in Australia. Is it, does she look like this? Hi. I'm I, I can't see the screen. She's attractive, all right? Sustainable development oh my God, yeah, she is. 
build resilient infrastructure, promote inclusive and sustainable industrialization. Does that sound like her? Well, which one are you on? Are you at Open Voice or Julianne Romanello? Oh, I'm on Open Voice. Okay, that's fine. Julianne Romanello as well. Oh, hold on. They're breaking breaking down uh, the sustainable development goals. There's 17 of them. But, you know, we've been talking about this stuff for 20 years. Oh, I haven't. People have short memories. Oh, I haven't been talking about it because they didn't know about it. Well, we were talking about Agenda 21 20 years ago. Okay. You know, there's a whole lot of stuff that people usually forget. But it all ties together. You can't separate them. No, I agree. You don't have to get mad. I know you're getting mad, but we we get you, Lark. We're on your side. Let's go back to 1987 and the Bruntland Commission report. Okay? It was called Our Common Future. People like William Rucklesshouse and Russell Train from America were involved in that. Okay? It codified the language of sustainable development, which is what was agreed upon at the Earth Summit in Rio de Janeiro in 1992. Yeah. So, I mean, it's important to know about these things, you know, but most people are just not going to take the time. Well, that's, that's what, why I try that's to, why we're here. I try to make, my presentations are about reducing the impact and the effects and the language in as few a word as possible. Otherwise, you're not going to get a successful spreading of a meme which is intended to warn people about what is impending and what is upon us now. And that's why I asked you to check out my Facebook page, because the title of the most recent entry from yesterday is called The Killing Field. Hey, well, you, you, you told that's me to check it out, we, but you didn't give me the link. So should I just look up Lark in Texas? No, I look at the email. I did look at the email. Don't get mad, Lark. I'm looking at it. There's a, there's a name. There's a name at the very top of the content. Okay. Well, you didn't make it clear what that was. That you, is that your name or what? Of course it is. Okay. Well, it's not, of course, because I didn't, I didn't know, but here we go. I'm going to add you. You got your your mind in 25 different places like everybody else. I understand. Okay. Okay. But it could have been more clear. That's my name. That's you. No, you could have been more clear. Okay. Here we go. I see it now. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. So the killing field. We got to know what a killing field is. Well, that's what Canada has become. That's what America has become. England, Ireland, Wales, Australia. Every place on the planet, it's a killing field. But the killing field was already being set well in advance of the rollout of this computer technology. They've been poisoning poisoning the public water uh, supply since at least the 40s or the 50s. Okay. And you know what? I think they can also be defined as just super costly adjustments to problems they're defining and that can be seen as the electric cars the wind turbines space force the led street lights all of the the vaccine passports the smart meters this you know it's just like this third category that is super expensive and hugely dangerous like LED streetlights with no diffuser on them can burn out your eyeballs. And they're coming up everywhere. 
So those are examples that everyone can take away as a communitarian implementation. These statutes, these uh, legislations, whole bunch of money is in towards this infrastructure that nobody wants or needs because they're hazardous to our health. How about that? De- depopulation is simply a euphemism for total war. Total war means that you wage war against military objectives and armies and navies and air forces, but you also simultaneously target civilian populations. This is total war. It has nothing to do with morality or ethics, and neither does science. Okay? Remember the two new religions today, humanism and scientism. Okay, that that deserves a separate, uh, because see, the fact is, is that when we talk about religion and law and philosophy uh, and economics, there's really no separation. And the man that points that out is a, is a, is a late Harvard University law professor named Harold Berman, who in his lifetime was a noted Soviet legal expert. He taught American law students for 40 years at Harvard and 20 years more at Emory University in Atlanta. Harold Berman, okay, you have to know where this thing called communitarian law came from, okay? And that could be a two-hour discussion in and of itself that could be laid out very clearly, okay? But you have to be able to recognize it if you want to be able to navigate this thing that we call life. Okay, the entire economy is going to change. It's in the process of being 100% changed. Okay, it's going to dispossess you of any notion that you could have any privacy or claim ownership to property of any kind, including of your own mind, your own body, and where you hang your hat up at night. This is why this subject is important. Okay. Okay, I found your Facebook page, so I put a link. That's show note number four tonight, and show note number three is the Open Voice YouTube channel. But I'm just trying to make it easy for people to follow along. Show note number two tonight is the communitarian buzzwords I picked out of the the book by Nikki Rapana, Nikki and Nordica Friedrich Rapana. Well, get 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 Julianne Romanello in there and Sidney Niles. Yeah, I am, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for them now. So, Julianne yes. Romanello, where, how do I find her? Just type her name in the search engine. Ro- on Facebook. Romanella. Oh, Romanello. She, Romanello, okay. Alright, are you following all these people, um, Jenna? I do, and the reason, oh, okay. Brian, forgive me, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You're right. Oh, yeah, well, um, Brian, Brian is a very good at following everything and the important things he reads to me. So I am paying attention. Okay. I found Julianne Romanella. Romanello. 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 Okay. I got it here. I've got her stuff here. Okay. And what's the last one you told me to look for? Cindy Niles. She's like a- the river with an S. Okay. She's on Facebook Cindy as well. Nile- she yeah. is, but she's got two pages. Two pages, same name. 
Okay. Blue t-shirt, red t-shirt, something like that. Just look for red screen and blue screen. That's the two pages. Same name. Okay. I'll also find her on Rumble. Niles Talks. Okay. Rumble.com. Niles, Niles Talks. Okay. These, these are women, these are women that have attracted some serious researchers. Okay. And so when, 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 uh, Nikki Rapana passed away this past June 15th, I I had made some furtive efforts here and there to uh, uh, communicate with people on Facebook, but I was have been reluctant since I joined in 2009. Because I mean I can't stand this Mark Fuckerberger or anything about Facebook. Oh, okay, okay. That's his name, isn't it? <laughs> okay, you're you're very passionate tonight, Lark. Oh yeah, I forgot you're drinking tonight, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, not only that, but I'm getting old, okay, and I'm tired of, uh, uh, I've been at this for, for, uh, going, this is my 19th year. All right. Okay, and I'm tired, I'm tired of people talking about the Nephilim and the Freemasons and everything under the sun except what's important right now. Okay. I'm not talking about Nephilim here, believe me. That's no. Not me. I don't give a damn about the mud flood either. Me neither. I'm I'm against the mud flood. Yes, Jenna. (laughs) Um, I did send to FacoTube that 2020 interview that Lark, Nikki, Bryzer, me and Brian. I posted that. I posted that. And let's. Well, we re listened to it yesterday. And let's talk. Lark, I want you to comment on this. Nikki brought up how the third way incorporates the regional governance. And she's like, what was it? Everything in the world is going to be pared down to nine regions. Can you talk about yep. that, Lark? Because I think that's that's well, really important. Well, see, uh, regionalism has been talked about forever, okay? We know that it is a marker for socialism. Regionalism, that's what it is. But the fact is, is regionalism was endemic in America from the time of the uh, institution of the U.S. Constitution, okay, in the 1780s. Regionalism had just continues apace and continues apace, and now we've got the technology to really bring things together. You realize with the single Internet communication that you can affect the movements, the behaviors, the activities of millions of people at, in one stroke. This is the story about regionalism. You know, councils of government, C-O-G, councils of government. There's so many more. But the thing about it is, is that communitarianism speaks or suggests that they are harmonizing and balancing all conflicts, all debates. It's called the final solution. It's called the final solution because under the system of communitarianism, the suggestion is is that no future debates or conflicts need arise. It's the end of history. Okay? There's another post on my Facebook page that simply Lark speaks about communitarianism. There's a link in there. Two-hour roundtable discussion. I make a presentation in one hour. To basically about 15 or so people, 20 people that know, know, don't know the first thing about it. Because they're like everybody else. 
Why should they know about a, a word that no one ever says in public, that they never read in print? It must not exist. What were some of your bullet points in that presentation? They're right there. You got to listen to it. It's really worthwhile. It's, it's spelled out. I was speaking extemporaneously, but I couldn't have been more clear. I've been at this okay. a long time. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I have a link to it. I'll put that as show note numero eight. That's on Podbean. Okay. There you go. Be forewarned. Now, if you don't have a cell phone, uh, it ain't going to open because it's telegram. No, no, it's on Podbean here. And, okay. uh, we it, are underway, yeah. folks. And thanks, folks, for jumping in here to, uh, uh, anyway, so it's there. You can download it, uh, I think. Provided you have a cell phone, you can, yes, but it won't open if you don't, uh, prove me wrong. Yeah, I, I, I would like to hear it, but I haven't been able to access okay, it. Okay, you can, I'm, I'm playing it right now off my, uh, desktop. Can't you play it off your desktop? Can you, can you put it join in us tonight? Is, let's, I don't know why we're going down this rabbit hole again. I've told you, Brian and Jenna, this is not Telegram. It's Podbean. 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 Okay? <laughs> it can be accessed okay. on a personal computer, a desktop, or a smartphone. I won't be taking any technological advice from you, Lark, ever. Okay. Okay. Okay, guys, let's, let's not fight. Let's, uh, let's, kumbaya. Uh, you know, let's, uh, let's all sit around the campfire and, uh, okay. We're good. I'm going to make another drink. Okay. I'm tired of this shit. Okay, Lark. Lark, easy. Forewarned anybody that does go to the beloved Julianne Romanello. Yeah. Uh, you better bring your Bible and have a bunch of hopium and don't ever count on her communicating with you. I, I think there's something very, uh, smelly in Denmark. But wait a second. Oh, wow. We did, she did accept I personal message. Can we send you a copy of sometimes great? Notion, and she said sure. So I did send her two copies. Okay. So I, at least she's reading the book. Well, that's good. <laughs> good. Yeah. Do you want a book? <laughs> um, oh, but, you guys are fun. This is a controversial I, show. All of a sudden. I know. <laughs> Why don't you play one of those videos? Play I, one of the videos. I'm gonna play a video. Uh, I'm okay, gonna take good. a nap. You all wake me up when you want me to say something. All right, Lark. No. We'll, we'll, we'll buzz you. Okay. So <laughs> I've got the, the show with Nikki and Lark and Jenna and Brian and Greg Quinones and Bryzer here. And it's already got 330 views, 33. And there's 11, 10 people watching it right now on FacoTube. So it's getting some good action. Actually, it was really good. Nikki is really a great speaker. Rest in peace, Nikki. Um, sorry to see her go, of course, but, uh, Anyway, uh, I'm going to uh, download the latest audio with Lark from Podbean using J Downloader. So anyway, that's a little tip for you guys there. So we're getting lots of action on FacoTube. And what? Can I just play a little more of Mark so you can hear what he has to say? One for Twitter. Well, yeah. They only allow two minutes. Can you hear him? Seconds. Okay. He's a little low. Uh, this is following a Twitter thread that I created, so it's a bit of a thought experiment. So just consider this for a second. You're Brian Mulroney. You're a conservative prime minister. In 1992, you go to Rio de Janeiro 
to sign the Rio Declaration, which is, in other words, Agenda 21. It's an agenda created by an unelected, unaccountable foreign entity. Within that agenda, it's creating policy, uh, cookie-cutter policy for the world, none of which has any value or recognizes any of the best interests of Canada as a nation. It flies in the face of our best interests, quite frankly. So he signs this agenda in 92, and then he comes back to Canada. Doesn't inform any of the people that elected that government, their constituents. Doesn't send any of their MPs back home to tell anybody what the consequences of this agenda are. In fact, what's done is it was framed as conspiracy theory. So they all denied it exist existence. They all denied that they've committed to this. And it was business as usual. Nobody was any of the wiser. In fact, anybody that did mention this Agenda 21 was framed as and labeled as and ridiculed as a conspiracy theorist. Even though it was confirmed that they signed it and they committed to this. Um, moving forward, after the uh, liberals took power, they implemented a lot of policy. It went through its own development. They implemented policy throughout the bureaucracy, government bureaucracy, and through the public service. And then enter the Harper years. Uh, in 2008, under the Harper government, the Harper government created and passed a bill called the Sustainability Act, which compels our government in Canada to report its progress in achieving the goals of sustainable development to the UN, an unelected, unaccountable foreign entity who's creating this policy, who's creating this agenda for the planet, for the world. And it doesn't represent any of our best interests in Canada. In fact, quite the opposite. So they create this law, which... Okay, are you hearing all this, guys, Brian and Jenna? Yes, yes, we are. So I, is this happening in the United States at all? I don't think it is. It's really all. Yes, it is. Oh, really? Did you hear what he's saying? How it was codified into law in Canada? Yeah, but the problem is he's talking about old news. With all due respect, this goes back to the Club of Rome white papers from the late 60s to the early 70s. The intention is to eliminate, do away with democratic processes altogether. Uh-huh. So it doesn't matter if you you cotton onto this word democracy or republic; it's all going by the wayside. I agree. Nation states, just listen to me. Nation states are slated to go bye bye. They're fake. They're going. Number two, in their place will be what is termed the market security state, and it goes by many other names. But there's the simple one. It's all about trade and commerce. Number three, this will, hello, I'm hearing noise. That's Jenna. (laughs) Number three, hello, I heard noise again. Number three, this will give rise to the data-driven, tech-driven, smart city-state. Okay? They want to get people off the land. They want them in the cities, back and pack of housing. Nation states, bye-bye. They're gone. Capitalists do not care about having to navigate all the different trade regulations and rules of the road for being able to move goods and services. 
across national borders. They've been looking to see, they want to get rid of it, rid of it. Okay. They want one law, one religion, one economic system. Okay. And the people who are leading the charge in our world today are the people that are wearing the power suits, the people that want to get in a gravy train. They have no thought beyond the end of their nose. They don't care. They may not even know about this word communitarianism, but the behaviorists, the sociobiologists, the psychologists, the economists, they figured out a way to be able to herd these people in the direction that they want them to go and incentivize them every step of the way. That's why we've got fake money, helicopter money, and everything else. This is what moves people's behavior. Okay, who is going to put something in my wallet that's going to make my life better? It's very simple. That's an easy way to control people. John Maynard Keene said in an address at Harvard University at the end of World War II, he was a Keynesian economist, economist, and he was also a Fabian socialist. He said the Marxian socialist had it all wrong. And the reason is, is because they were appealing to the laboring classes. You know, the ones that would be massed in great numbers, and they would storm the Bastille with pitchforks in hand. Okay? The Fabian socialists, in contrast, decided that this was a lost cause. Okay? Why do you want to appeal to wage slaves and people that are landless peasants? Instead, what they decided that they were going to do is appeal to the trust fund babies. They were going to appeal to the celebrities, the beautiful people, the well-educated people, the people that were eager to please and get ahead. And this is what the Fabians decided that was their their goal. And that's what they've done today. This plan of action was decided with the creation of the Fabian Society in 1884. And when you see the people that are leading the charge today, they all have a pitch they all want to get on the bandwagon. They want in on the gravy trains. They're wearing power suits. And, uh, you know, these are the ones that are leading us into this communitarian future, this nightmare of techno-slavery with depopulation. Because in a communitarian system, the people are actually weaponized against each other. Think about the guy that drives the the, uh, the tanker truck loaded with the fluoride to the water treatment plants. He's a good American. He sleeps with his own wife. He goes to church twice a week. Is that a good American? Sounds like there's a good a guy. Other, there's a thousand <laughs> other examples of people that are that are. Literally working the the communitarian agenda to the advantage of the people who seek to control all of us. And that would be the bankers and their favorite trading partners. Okay, the big multinational corporations. Your average country lawyer, Tim, will not even know what communitarian law is. Okay, but the, the ones that do know about it are the people that represent multinational corporations. And the listeners of this show. Re- so think about this. If you're, if you're the head of a multinational corporation in Germany and you want to do business with another multinational corporation in the States or Canada, and in turn, the two of you are, 
are dependent upon a fulfillment contract with another multinational corporation in the People's Republic of China and a contract dispute requiring adjudication in a court of law should arise, which law will hold? Well, guess what it is? It's communitarian law. It's the same law that's practiced at the International Court of Justice at The Hague. Okay? Right. And so we've got to ask the question, what is communitarian law and why is it important? It's that simple. It impacts upon your life. It dispossesses you you of property and wealth. Lark, Lark, uh, hold on. I I got a video on that. Listen. What is communitarian law? You ask, I... I answer with a video. <laughs> Communitarian law is a new legal system used by regional and local governments affiliated with the emerging global government. Communitarian law was created to sidestep national law by way of programs designed to balance community rights with individual rights. Communitarian law courts circumvent constitutional protected rights to rule in favor of the community in the name of social justice. Communitarian law is a three-tiered system from the top down. One, international communitarian law enforced by international courts of justice. Two, regional communitarian law enforced by regional parliaments. Three, local communitarian law, community development public-private partnerships, and local Agenda 21 plans. Communitarian law is more often called community law. It's the type of law that limits personal property rights for the greater good. Community rights are typically decided by a small group of self-appointed leaders that come to an agreement on what is best for the environment with the definition of community being everything from a small village to the entire world. How do we know if a law is communitarian? If your national or local lawmaker passes a law that balances individual rights against community rights, it's a communitarian law. Laws that include victimless crimes, mandatory safety laws, public health and environmental laws are communitarian laws. Words like environment, economy, economic, Equity, climate, social, governance, and community are all terms that identify communitarian laws. All laws written for safety and security are communitarian. The international term for community law is acquis communitaire and is currently the highest form of law in the European Union. All current trade agreements between the U.S., Mexico, Canada, Central, and South Americas are modeled after established European communitarian law. NAFTA, CAFTA, and other U.S. free trade agreements are designed to balance the rights of individual citizens in each participating nation against the rights of developers rebuilding sustainable communities. These free trade agreements are specifically designed as communitarian legal arrangements that trump federal, state, and local laws and constitutions. 
Communitarian laws always rule in favor of the private corporations and NGOs that are compliant with sustainable goals. The UN declarations like the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development and Declaration on the Right to Peace are communitarian law. For Americans, the adoption of these international communitarian laws removes us from the constitutional system of protected rights to the ever-evolving principles of social justice. The definition of social justice is constantly changing and can only be defined by those that declare themselves more moral and advanced, like upper-level academics. Communitarian law should be considered as global law, and as such, it can easily defeat anyone arguing their case and using U.S. constitutional law. The Communitarian Foreign Policy by Amitai Etzioni's abstract from 2014 clearly defined his Fabian tactic of gradualism, of breaking apart complex policy goals into small, discrete steps in both international and domestic programs. His foreign policy perspective has been formed in part of U.S. debates for over the last 50 years. Dr. Etzioni can sound utterly reasonable while he is presenting and openly admits to shaming people into submission. Communitarianism is not voluntary but coercive in its very design and those laws are in place to guarantee acceptance. According to researcher Nikki Rapana, quote, Talmudic law forms the foundation for communitarianism, unquote. A researcher and retiree living in Texas, Lark in Texas, states, communitarianism is, quote, tyranny with a smiley face, unquote. Both Nikki and Lark agree. Communitarian law is reinventing government as it dissolves all nation states in favor of regional and international legal authority over all individuals, their property, and their nations. Do you notice any communitarian laws being instituted in your local community? I think the Japan is the place to look. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Japan, the government role was actually minimal, but they got this, they have a very strong social fabric, a very communitarian, if you want to use that term. And as a result, once the government explained what needs to be done, uh, uh, people uh, by and large did voluntarily. They shamed some people, which is uh, we, we don't like to do, but it's a very uh, communitarian way. It, uh, in the end, leave the decision to the person being shamed. But it tells you what society expects of you. So, uh, and again, no, they did not do perfectly because the pandemic is so vicious. It walks all barriers. And by the way, it's also back in China. Mm-hmm. But the model we should look for is in New Zealand uh, uh, and Japan. Okay, that was a really good video. Uh, again, very well done. And Lark, you got a shout out there. So that's a uh, good attribution there, uh, Jenna. Well done. Thank you. No, that was a good effort, and I appreciate uh, that. The thing is, though, that people would, people would do well to uh, to watch those videos. They're also featured on my website at the same 
title that I indicated before with the asterisk in front of it. You can read every word on my website in uh, less than an hour. You know, and at the end of that hour, you can do it. You can consume it in two minute and eight minute and 10 minute segments if you wish. But then you have to ask yourself, is this a nothing burger? Yes or no? Okay. And why isn't anybody talking about it? Okay. But we're talking. Uh, If you think about it, my friends, okay, why would you work your whole life to have that castle on the hill, that home, with that 15 or 30-year mortgage? Okay? Why would you plan your whole life around the idea that you're going to have a piece of the American dream, for example, if you're never going to realize that dream because the law is not on your side? What happens when you no longer have personal autonomy, exercise of free will, true freedom of choice, and your entire human potential is going to be thwarted from the time that you first draw your first breath? People do not realize how pervasive this is. The public schools, the private schools, including the charter schools, the universities today have all been taken over. They got taken over long ago. You know, socialism runs deep in America, okay, in its history. Okay, but so does respect for property rights, except today. We don't have any property rights. I'm going to tell you something. There's been a hidden landlord for the entire history of Canada. And there's been a hidden landlord for the entire history of the so-called United States of America. Okay? We're going to have to get up to speed on the real history of our people and what we call our nations and everything else before we can even really have a discussion. I mean, this was something that was missing in my own arsenal. Okay? And I've been wanting to get up to speed for a long time because when I got on the Internet in 04, I was a late adopter. The first thing I was interested in was prepping. So I wrote a book. I never published it. And I realized I wrote the book for me. Okay. And uh, the fact is, is that what's happening is is independence is being bred out of us. There's an entry at my website is called eugenics and eusociality. Well worth reading. Another one is called the coalescence of cybernetics. Well worth reading. Not difficult. Easy stuff. You know, a sign of intelligence is situational awareness and pattern recognition. This is innate to all of us. Okay. If we would only use it. Okay, we need to understand what is real and what is not. Now, if you were the man who fell to earth and you realize that you have somehow the same physical traits of all these strangers that you call earthlings. In other words, you were dependent on being able to, first of all, draw that next breath. You got thirsty. You needed something wet to wet your whistle. You had a pang of hunger in your stomach and you needed to eat. Okay, this is what it means to be human. Yes, we are dependent. We have 
to realize that all of life involves contact and contract. Contract is a relationship. That's all it is. And what Americans need to do, just for starters, is break as many contracts as they possibly can, which hold them back from achieving independence. Independence is the watchword. That's what's being bred out of us in favor of codependence, dependence, and interdependence. I was there in 1976 when Jimmy Carter proclaimed in the bicentennial year of America's founding of the Declaration of Independence, 1976, he declared our interdependence. Now, this goes to what happened with the creation of the United Nations at the end of World War II, because they were talking about convergence theory. And what that meant was, when you look at who won that war, the Allies, Great Britain, the United States, and the Soviet Union, the idea was to bring together the culture, the socioeconomics, the uh, legal systems of the former Soviet Union and their allied partners in London and in uh, Washington, D.C. and New York. Okay? It was called convergence theory. That's what they talked about. It's still being talked about, but it's being implemented. When the People's Republic of China was created in 1949, they were brought into the fold. Okay? One world governance. Governance is management. That's the watchword. Governments are going away. All that will remain is the mind control, which is inherent to government. Look at this etymology. So what I'm saying is, is that we just need to get up to speed and learn all the things that we were never taught in school or by our parents about our real history as a people and about things that actually matter. Like, how do you navigate this life successfully? Okay? What is the goal? What is the purpose? These are the questions that we have to ask. They're the kind of questions we were asking when we were 9 and 10-year-olds, when we got away from the skillbuilding rivalry and the crushing uh, influence of our parents. We had, we wanted, we had dreams. We had aspirations. But a lot of people... Unfortunately, never had a time to fully flesh them out because they were caught up in all the noise and the mind clutter. Okay? Now, when you cannot own property, you are a slave. End of story. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, we've been going for about an hour and a half. I, I know you're doing a good job pontificating there, Lark, but I want to wrap this up. Uh, so... Jenna. Well, listen. If you think I'm, if you think I'm pontificating, I'm talking about really the only fucking thing that matters worth talking about. Because I'm telling you, with slavery and depopulation, okay, we're talking about people that have the legal right to wage war upon you. You know, to spray shit across the sky so you can breathe it in. You know, to keep to have to take a jab to keep a job. I hear Lark. On I'm on your on side, man. On. I know. I I didn't mean that as an insult. I just meant that uh, we. I, have... took, I took it. I took. I took it as one. Okay, it's not an insult. I just wanted to say that I wanted to 
wrap the show up in about I want to do about an hour so we've already gone over 90 minutes so I just wanted to wrap it up I really enjoy uh, your inputs I agree with everything you're saying but uh, I also wanted to give Jenna and Brian maybe a couple closing comments before we wrapped her up for the evening but we can have you great well uh I would like to point out with your amazing tech skills and connections, uh, my recommendation a week ago was to get Space Busters to come on with Lark. Space Busters, if you listen to 10 of his videos, he's getting a little bit uh, repetitive. I think he needs a new uh, spiel in there if he wants to actually continue these broadcasts he talks some pretty damn interesting information i don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he could look into this word briser in ireland you don't know but (laughs) i've talked to briser before i think way in maybe 10 years ago maybe 10 years ago a long time yeah Okay, well, Briser had Space Busters on. Briser said, you know, I think Space Busters might be in to looking at this word. And how about the name Jason Brashears, uh, Archaics.com. Yeah. Uh, he is rumored to be like the hottest thing since sliced bread on the Internet right now. Never heard of him. But, okay, but. Uh, he doesn't know what this word, but he's talking about the collective bad, the individual good. Uh, again, somebody who is kind of running out of stuff to talk about, in my opinion. Uh, we could utilize your pod bean cast technology. Just have these. You mean people fake or two? I'm not pod bean. I'm not pod <laughs> okay, that's, that's I think I respect, that's all right. Attempt to wrap this up. That's my recommendation. Lark is a library, but you know he needs to be uh, not the only one communicating. I, we need a conversation. You could, you know, it's not moderating a debate. It's an exchange of information. Uh, Brian signing off. Thank you very much. No, that's good. And uh, thank you to Harmon for his wonderful donation. Uh, thank you very much. Thanks, Harmon. <laughs> and, uh, thank you. And, and Harmon is telling me pontificate is a rude word. There's no use of it in a non-rude way. I'm sorry. I guess I don't speak properly. It says here pontificate <laughs> is to speak or write and give your opinion about something as if you knew everything about it. And as if only your opinion was correct. Okay, so I can see it's a little negative. I got it. I got it. So but thank you, Lark, for your input. It was very interesting. We've had you on before, and it's very interesting. And uh, Marker says, uh, no way. It was actually quite polite. Okay, well, I, there was no ill intent, and it's always intent. That's the most important part. Well, look, you're a Canadian, okay? Canadians are always right, okay? And they're always polite. We are? So, well, we try to be polite. We, we, I don't know we're always right. I think we're on the wrong track up here personally. And most of my audience is not in Canada. How's that for odd? 
But uh, most yeah. of my audience is in the United States, which is interesting. I've always, I've always thought Canadians were a bunch of socialists. I'm sorry. We are definitely, <laughs> but you guys socialize, socialize military spending. You just do it in a different way. But and you, it I have not. I, I have no connection to anything American. I just happen to have born here. I don't do labels. <laughs> Me neither. But uh, well, that's the whole point of uh, this world government. They don't want uh, to label you uh, Canadian or American or anything else. So maybe you're uh, sort of falling into their little trap there about how they want to. Here's identify. the thing. Here's the thing, Tim. Yeah, uh, go what for Brian it. Was alluding to what Brian was alluding to is we need some techies that have big followings because they 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 they're into bling. They they know the in, ins and outs of the technology. Okay, you know, I they get understand you. The, they understand the value of titillation. My 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 one thing is this: unless ten million people, thoughtful people, I don't care where they are in the world, can get together on one day at one time and focus on this one word and this concomitant law, we're toast. There will be no pushback. Well, we're pushing. Well, I, yeah, I, go ahead, my dear. Oh, I just wanted. I'm really glad that you appreciated the videos that we made and that you played them and there's more people looking at them and perhaps more interested in hearing what you've got to say about it. So, All right. Well, uh, maybe we can get your friend. P What's his name? PTL Media? Phil. Phil. Brian Jenna. PBJ. Okay, okay. Well, I've talked to him on the phone 10 times. He said, absolutely not. I'm never going on the air. Uh, but the <laughs> PBJ is Phil, Brian, and Jenna. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Maybe, maybe yeah. Okay. Maybe he'll change his mind. All right. Well, so Brian, you're the butter in PBJ. Well, there you go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, this was fun. Thank you guys all for joining, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, we might have a special guest, Chester, on tomorrow who made a, wants to make a donation and tell us his wake-up story. So we'll even give him some uh, communitarianism uh, edumacation tomorrow as well. So thank you, guys. Give my, yep. give, my regards, give, my, give my regards to Chester the Molester. Oh, no, no. No offense. Oh, no offense, oh wow. Lark, come on, man. Uh, Chester sounds oh. like a great guy. He's from Toronto, actually. So there you go. <laughs> He's a Canadian. I get it. All okay. right. Thank you, guys. Fun call. We'll do it again sometime. And everyone, uh, check out the videos that Jenna helped narrate on communitarianism. They're on FACOTube. And if you guys like this show, fakeologist.com forward slash donate. Make a donation and keep this thing going. And fakeotube.com really relies on your support. We'll be back real soon. Take care. Have a good night. Bye-bye. We did it.